With all the running around you've been doing so far to Little League games and quick weekend road trips, are you starting to realize it's time to get a new vehicle? Where do you start, though, since buying a new vehicle is a very big decision in your life? Well, take some of the stress off and make your decision easy by visiting Toys and Ford in Chippewa Falls. Family-owned and operated, you can trust Toys and Ford when it comes to finding that new vehicle for you that fits in your budget but also gets you to where you need to go. Having a proper vehicle to get you to those Little League games and family get-togethers is important, and Toys and Ford knows that just visit Toys and Ford today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the All Aboard the Eau Claire Express podcast. I am your host, Dan Casper. Owner Craig Toyson is going to be joining me in just a quick second. A couple housekeeping items don't forget to follow and subscribe to the All Aboard the Eau Claire Express podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms. That's like Apple and Spotify, those type of platforms. And while you are there, don't forget to give it a solid review and a solid rating so other Express fans and baseball fans can find the podcast. And be a friend and tell a friend about the Eau Claire, about the all aboard the Eau Claire Express podcast. Let's bring in owner Craig Toyson now. Uh, the Express, uh, meanwhile, they will be returning home. It's We were talking a little bit with Sammy with it last week. It's kind of been a weird schedule for the first month. Yeah, it's been a grind for the guys. You know, I, I think I've mentioned you, we're hosting two players, and, and mm-hmm. one of our temporary players is gone, but the other permanent player has has come now. And, uh, boy, I, I think that since the guy showed up last Thursday, I think I've seen him for a combined 20 minutes. I mean, wow. it's, it's, it's just been a grind for them uh, ever since they left to go to – we had a couple off days, and then they went to Bismarck and My- uh, Minot, and then mm-hmm. home for a couple games against Duluth, and then uh, yeah, up to Thunder Bay, and then down to, to Rochester last night. So glad to get them mm-hmm. home and in their own beds last night. Yeah, so. for for a couple days, three games because we got the doubleheader mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow, country nights uh, with our sister station Wax uh, yeah. tonight as well. So that should be fun going up against the first place Rochester. That's the quickest way to make up ground, right? Is going up against those teams. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Duluth is still in the hunt too. But uh, you know, we it, it, unfortunately we kind of let them get through our hands uh, last night. There was that game was there for the taking, and Isaac mm-hmm. Lyon pitched phenomenal. Another great outing for him. Uh, a lot of hits, just didn't quite get it done uh, in, in the crunch time or with guys in scoring mm-hmm. positions. So uh, it, it's nice thing. It's right there, and it, right. this team kind of struggled the same way last year. Early on the road, and then uh, the, the home stretch, which we have a lot of home games in July, yes, really kind of helped put us over the stretch. And I'm hoping that that will be the same thing this year. Yeah, definitely. So you mentioned uh, you know with a lot of it on the road, and, and one thing I wanted to ask you is like, so you, you know you're, you're hosting a player and such. What what is a player schedule like during the day of a game, like like yeah. a home game or something like that? What are they normally doing? The, you know, they're college kids, so what they like to sleep in. Sleep, you yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I definitely don't see them in the morning when I'm you know up and out of the house at seven thirty usually, but uh, they they get up, have a little breakfast. Um, you know, a lot of them are going to class, so so mm. they uh, they're doing online virtual school. Uh, one of our guys is doing some classes this summer, just because. I got to imagine just seeing what those guys do in their spring semesters. They, they don't have a lot of time for school, that mm-hmm. uh, which which is kind of counterintuitive with the the phrase of student athlete. But right. uh, they work hard, so they get they get classes done during the, the, the daytime usually. Usually hitting down at momentum at Dale's place there at uh, you know one ish, and then mm-hmm. uh, kind of free for a few hours until it's time to go to the ballpark. So they'll find another player's house. They'll go to Shields. They'll go to Eau Claire Fitness and work out because they're a great partner of ours, and mm-hmm. just kind of. 
uh, work their way to the stadium so they can get there, you know, hour and a half for the game and mm-hmm. ready to go when the gates open. And that was, I think, it was something that uh, was it was it Sammy or maybe you or Dale or tell me too, like the the Northwoods League rules. I think it was Dale because I asked him like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, you there's know, a lot of stuff with uh, you know when they first come into town, kind of the Northwoods League rules, and he was telling me about stuff. You know, like right before a game, you have to be on the field. You can't you know be out in the parking lot. Or, yep. Like kind of like very detailed. Yep. type of rules yeah once the that. gates open they can't be outside the stadium so mm-hmm. like you know we kind of thought like hey wouldn't it be fun to have players not playing take tickets you know to kind of build some excitement that's not in the rules and, and right. you know, we, we're not pushing the limits of that stuff but uh it, it, it's it's good for the image of it so like once mm-hmm. the gates open players must be in uniform yep so we've, we've had to worry about that stuff just to make sure the guys are right understand that stuff and that's where a guy like vic comes in handy too because there are so many rules and he's good at understanding that stuff and especially like the handling of pitchers and pitch yeah. counts and days off and all that stuff Got to take those arms seriously because because college programs are, are lending you their their talent. You don't mm-hmm. want to take advantage of that and and, and ruin those relationships. That's got to be you know something you know with with Vic and the position that he's in. You're right, and I know Dale kind of mentioned it too. But you know those innings restrictions and, yeah. and the amount of pitches. I mean, you've mm-hmm. got to be detail oriented. Yeah, with and, a and you like know that. I think if anybody watches the games on TV or watches at the ballpark, uh, Vic is a very detail oriented guy. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he's Charted pitches for whatever game he's ever been to, and uh, I, I can't imagine what kind of volumes of libraries you know he's got. That'd at his be house something that to stuff. look at, you yeah. know, down the road or something like yep, that. But I'm but the nice thing about him is he can tell you every pitch you ever played for him. I'm sure. So that's that's yeah. amazing too. So uh, as we mentioned tonight, uh, they're taking on Rochester. The Express taking on uh, Rochester. It's uh, Country Nights. Uh, so yeah, and this is also retro jersey. Retro jersey nights tonight the, too. The players uh, have been begging to wear them ever since they nice. won the first time on. On your night here at our mm-hmm. second home game on the back on the second, so excited to get those back out, and I know the guys are excited to wear them. Absolutely, and I saw just on the uh, speaking of a little bit of swag there too. I saw some of the players modeling some of the new swag on, on the social yeah, media. Yeah, that's been a too, lot of so. fun this year. Is we we've seen uh, with our new pro shop this year. There's a lot more room, a lot more room to carry things, and uh, we, we've really seen an expansion of that. Uh, we, we had a cold night on the fifteenth. It was uh, mustard night. I think it was. Mm. I got really cold. Uh, and we sold out of sweatshirts. That was kind of a shocker to us. But uh, we, we've restocked, and, and hats off to, to Close-Up Apparel and, and mm-hmm. Sammy and, and, and Alice in our market department, and Michelle in our market department, and, and the work that they've done to, to work with them to get stuff together to, to, to restock those shelves. But kind of fun to get the players out there and, and uh, showing off the gear. And I, yeah. I, I took home one of the baby blue retro sweatshirts tonight, and both guys over at me said, oh, i got to pick up one of those, but I hear they're sold out. I'm like, oh, we'll, we'll restock, don't yeah. worry. So. Yeah, I know uh, when we were there just the other night, or I, th- I think it was when you caught us in the, the pro shop for, yeah. for our night, too. Uh, my wife was eyeing up a couple sweatshirts, so I'm like, you know what? Our 10-year anniversary is in a couple days here. We're going to the, <laughs> the game tonight in a doubleheader. I might do some shopping there, you there, go. there you to go. pick it up because she was eyeing up a couple of those sweatshirts. Uh it was in the kid sizes, but Sammy said, "Oh, we got them in the in the women's now too." So yep. I'm like, "All right, yep." We're expanding stuff out as the season goes on here. Exactly. So, so you got you know, looking at this too with with the schedule here. Yeah, you guys are uh, like third or fourth place standings, but the thing is, with your division, you're only a couple games back. Yeah, it's tight. I think what were we, two games going into last night, so three mm-hmm. games back right now. But playing one more against Rochester, um, so that that is a good opportunity. Hosting the cross tomorrow night uh, for two, and and they've. After starting the season three and zero, they actually lost twelve in a row. They, mm-hmm. they they went on a little mini win streak again, but they're they're struggling this year. And uh, I think it's been shown that that we play pretty well at home. Mm-hmm. And then again, another two game set with Rochester. So I mean, there's really a chance to flip the division here in the next couple of days if things right. go away and if the environment's right at Carson Park. Right, exactly. And you mentioned I was going to actually ask you, you know, by you know being on the road quite a bit and now you're going to be kind of playing more games at home coming up here especially in the the next month of july too you know how well you guys have played at carson park that's going to give you some 
Optimism. I don't know if that that'd be the yeah, right word. No, to... and you know we're still getting you know that we we had some guys banged up and and you know the first trip to Thunder Bay is always tough because there's some guys who don't have passports. Yeah. And, uh, we, so I, we if you watch those games on TV, you could see that uh, we we kind of had a depleted roster and, and Isaac Line stepped in as a, our starting pitcher last night stepped in as a DH for those couple games. I mean it was uh, a thin roster for that stretch. So I, mm-hmm. I I don't take those losses too uh, too much to heart, but. Uh, um, there's a lot of opportunity in this division this year to, to make up some ground in a hurry and, and to, to get these home games where we know the environment at Carson Park is always rocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if the team comes out and plays hot right away, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be a great environment to play ball in. Absolutely. So we know uh, tonight's country night, tomorrow night or tomorrow. I shouldn't say just tomorrow night because you got the the doubleheader there. But that's for for the kiddos and the teachers. Uh, yeah, for, for tomorrow too. I, to me, I think it's brilliant. We got kids mm-hmm. in the morning, and then teachers in the evening. You, yep. know, you know, they they need a little break, a little separation. Right yep. now. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I, the the kids game is always a lot of fun at eleven oh five tomorrow. Uh, you know, a lot of the area daycares come for the afternoon or for the mm-hmm. the morning and the afternoon and. Uh, enjoy that time at the ballpark. We we changed up the soundtrack a little bit, letting it uh, pretty kid friendly, and mm-hmm. listening to uh, you know five six hundred kids all screaming out SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> theme song is always a lot of fun. And then uh, teacher appreciation night's a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my wife is an educator, and uh, I know uh, I know her friends can can cut back and and, and mm-hmm. you know hang, hang loose. So yeah, it, exactly. it, it's always a lot of uh, a lot of fun to get the teachers there and, and to, to thank them for all that they've done for all of our kids this year. Absolutely. And that's a shout out to Marshfield Clinic uh, for, for that uh, yeah. for, for tomorrow night. And then, you know, you're looking at uh, the 23rd and the 24th here. Tyler's amazing balancing act coming up on the uh, on the 23rd. And then uh, the 24th, presented by Eau Claire Fitness, one of your partners that you just uh, mentioned there. Yeah. Sock giveaway. Yeah, so we got yeah. that coming up there you too. Know, I, so. I haven't seen them yet, so I'm kind of excited to get my eyes on those. But I will say, Tyler's amazing balancing act. I don't know if I've seen another guy come to a ballpark who gets a crowd as engaged as he does. He is mm-hmm. he's a great act. If you get a chance to come see him play, it's and it's just as simple as he balances stuff. But I've never seen a guy work a crowd so well. And you would not believe the stuff that he can balance. I've seen all sorts of crazy things. So I'm, I'm looking forward to loading my pockets up with his dumb stuff to, to work for and balance on his, <laughs> on his nose. That's, on his all, that, that's another great night, too, for, for the kids, for, for the youngsters. Uh, yeah, it's, it's always a lot of fun. And he just, mm-hmm. he'll just he be working his way through the grandstand and getting everybody rallied up. And uh, he, he's a lot of fun to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when you look at I know you've got, like, multiple different divisions when it comes to, to the Northwoods League. It's not just two. You know, obviously you're paying attention to, to your division. But how much do you pay attention to other teams and other divisions? Is that something you kind of focus on, or are you more hyper focused with within yours? Yeah, you know, it, I, I hate to admit it, but I'm kind of. It, it's what well, I think Major League Baseball's kind of gotten that way too, where I mm-hmm. think you know we could all talk about the Brewers, we could all talk about the Twins. If you're a Twins fan, and uh, you'd know some of the key players in the Cardinals or Cubs or you know right. Pirates, but. I don't know if people pay attention to the way you know you wouldn't necessarily know the Rockies or or the Mariners anymore the way you would otherwise. Right. And, and I think it's kind of gotten like that where I am I'm hyper focused on the Express, so I know some of the lacrosse guys, some of the Duluth guys, uh, the Honkers, just because we play them so much. The Tampa Bay um, schedule oddities this year. We don't even play Mankato. We don't even play St. Cloud. So that's kind of an odd thing. But yeah, I just don't watch the West near as much. Uh, when we when we do play like a Minot for four games in a row, you sure get to know those guys because you've seen them four straight nights. But um, it, it's more to me where I'm at. It's more about watching what promotions teams are doing. I like I have a special Twitter mm-hmm. follower. I just am literally. Uh, I got a list of all the teams and their GMs and see what they're posting, so we can uh, basically all rip each other off. <laughs> if it works for one team, it can work for us too. And that's kind of been the motto. And that's that's what mm-hmm. we So I think I watch that stuff more than I watch specific teams. But I know like Wilmer's killing it this year, so I'm not looking forward to playing them when that comes up here. So mm-hmm. now, so with with MLB as you kind of mentioned there too, but you know with Major League Baseball, and, and I get this would be hard for for Northwoods League with travel wise. 
would you like to see a little bit more of a balanced schedule like Major League Baseball is, is kind of doing here a little bit, you know, maybe playing the over in Wassa, uh Madison or anything like that? Yeah, I would I to to me I don't think the league parity is that big of a deal. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. you want to see your team do well and, and and win games. I think that everyone agrees that's a great thing. But I I would love to be able to play Wausau, Wisconsin Rapids, Green mm-hmm. Bay, Madison. I'm hoping at some point, you know, Hudson gets gets off the ground. That's I mean, it seems like it's really close to happening that that'll that'll go. And I think that we could actually have a whole on Wisconsin division, which would be a lot of fun. I think yeah. it's not play you know Rochester or uh, St. Cloud or Duluth, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to see a little bit of an unbalance, actually, where you know they look at us in Eau Claire and say, "All right, let's have them go play Wausau. Let's have them go play uh, mm-hmm. Rapids, and, and and build up some of those rivalries where we know yeah. the, the cities could get behind that." And you know, I, it'd be fun to get buses together to go to Wausau, which they've got a great ballpark over there. Mark McDonald's a, a good friend of mine, the owner over there, and uh, it, it'd be fun to build that rivalry up. So yeah. I'm hoping that comes in the next couple of years. Because you know, I don't know this off the top of my head, but maybe you would know. I, I would think Wisconsin, with the amount of teams that they have in, in the north, is that, are they the state with the most? Do you, do you know off the top of your head? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Minnesota's not too far behind, you know, with, mm-hmm. with some of the teams that they've got. But, yeah, we've got, I mean, there's Kenosha, Kingfish, there's the Lakeshore, uh, Chinooks, Chinooks yep. the Green Bay Rockers, Madison. Fond du Lac. Fond du Lac's got mm-hmm. a team. Yeah, there, there's a bunch here in Wisconsin. And, and that goes back to there's a real strong uh, minor league heritage here that going back, you know, to the same era that Carson Park was built back in the 30s that a lot of those stadiums were built. You know, Wisconsin Rapids is the same kind of era. Mm-hmm. Uh Wasas, I think, is even older. I think there was a stadium there since, like, 1900. It's pretty crazy Man. how far that goes back. But uh, it's cool to see that the cities have kept those up and kept them running. And mm-hmm. and I think that there's a real strong town ball culture there. And it's just it's just, it's a great baseball area, and it just goes back generations. I know mm-hmm. um, my dad talks about the, the, the Braves and the Bears uh, when he was a kid. And yep. uh, I know he had uncles that would go see them play back in the 30s and 40s when Carson Park was first opening. So mm-hmm. it's cool to hear those those stories of the heritage. Yeah, because I, I was in uh, Rapids. I was working at the YMCA when they brought back the, the rafters now, what they were and, and mm-hmm. all that. But kind of hearing the history of, like, I think were they with the Twins, I think, way back in the yeah, day? Yeah, like uh, uh, Gary Getty, mm-hmm. uh, Ken Herbeck both got their starts there. Yep. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're, yeah, they, they used to be the Wisconsin Rapids. I think Twins, essentially, was the team mm-hmm. name. Uh, and, and if you ever look online... They had the all-time worst hats. It was a WR, and, I mean, half of them were crooked. I mean, it was a terrible uniform. So it's kind of funny mm-hmm. to look back and see that there was, they were playing minor ball, minor league ball up there in the late 70s, early 80s. But uh, Yeah, it's over cool. at uh, Witter Field. Yep, uh, exactly. It's called, and then yeah. I think when they first came over there, they some of the bleachers, I think, came from County Stadium or some of the seats over there. I when think they, you're right. When yeah. they first brought them back. So it's kind of an yep. intertwining of... Little brewers culture than uh, little twins yeah. culture into yep. that too. So yeah, so there's, there's cool heritages in all these towns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and that's what it's really cool about Northwoods uh, Northwoods League ball because you have that history mm-hmm. you, you, mm-hmm. as you, as you mentioned there too. So it'd be interesting. Yeah, if if Hudson gets on the ground too, like I mean, having a little Minnesota, a little Wisconsin you oh, know, that'd division, be great. all that I would sort love of stuff there too. So. Any, and anytime we can get our fans engaged going to away games mm-hmm. and, and, and vice versa, have them come in, it just adds to the 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 ambiance and the environment when. Um, you know, when one of our guys strikes out at our home stadium, you can hear people cheer, and it's kind of like, what? You know, it just raises the tension a little bit. So it's, right. it's I, I love having opposing fans come to our crowd once in a while. I sure want them to overtake the stadium, but it just adds to right. the environment. Exactly. Yeah, I, I remember as a kid, I always said I liked playing on the road just because to, to play <laughs> that upset. 
you know, yeah, type of absolutely. role sometimes. So, Want to break people's hearts. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so one thing I like to do when we kind of get a little bit more into the season is, is highlight uh, a couple of players or a few players sure. uh, when, once we're – because now we're, what, 10, 19 games into to the season, 19, yeah, 20 games believe, into yeah. the season. Is there a couple players that uh, for, for you personally that uh, you think have kind of really stood out that you want, you'd like to maybe give some special shout-outs uh, to sure. so far? Well, I, I, you know, i got to shout-out the two guys living with me first right, and yeah, exactly. so, so Ryan Nagelbach <laughs> and, and Cole Connor both living with us there from University of Illinois, Chicago, and and they're great kids, and and I Jason Kroll to start the year too, and uh, it was it was a really bittersweet goodbye to say goodbye to him because he mm-hmm. was awesome from Lewis University. So his teammates with Matt Helwig. Are so was he game. going playing somewhere else, or just a short? No, he's just on or? a thirty day contract, okay. and then um, just you never know how this stuff's going to work out. It's, right. it's I've been very clear with everybody. It's that's why I stay a fan rather than you know involved in the baseball side because I I get attachments in a hurry, and I mm-hmm. I, I you know let that cloud my judgment with that stuff. So I, I that's great for Dale to do. Let him handle yeah. that because <laughs> he is not sentimental that way at all. So, um, <laughs> But but Cole and, and 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 Ryan have been great. Ryan I think has got uh, four homers this year, so he's he's right up toward the top of the league league. I think the league leader's got five right now, maybe six. But um, they've been great. Um, it's been fun to watch. Uh, you know, Bronson Averis played some great defense at first base. Reed Latimer, I, I I've talked about him all the time mm-hmm. uh, out in right field. I don't think I've seen a stronger arm live uh, other than maybe the major league level anywhere. And, and he's got uh, a couple assists already again yeah. this year. The other night he gunned out two different guys. I just saw, yeah, I was watching he's just that. got a cannon for an arm. So he's mm-hmm. always a lot of fun to watch. Isaac Lyons been pit, uh, great pitching. Uh, Cal Higgins has been great pitching. I mean, there's been a lot of guys really starting to stand out this year. So it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, that was that's actually Hudson peeking yeah, in, in there in. a little bit there. He's welcome yeah. there. So that's why I kind of gave him the, the the wave over there too. So no, it's it's it the one thing too that I, I feel like, and I know I've kind of mentioned it a couple times uh, with with Samuel Dale. It seems like a lot of your players have versatility, position versatility. Yeah, you mentioned a pitcher playing DH, you know, mm-hmm. the other day because it's short staff, but guys playing different spots in the field too. Yep, is that something that you're noticing with this team too? Like a lot of guys bring that. I think versatility. it's important at this level, especially when you're when you're filling out your roster that you have guys who can play multiple positions. So like the two guys living to me. You know, Cole catches. He plays first base. He's played right field. Ryan can play first, second, short. Um, I think he plays even a little bit of third base too. And, yep. Um, I, I know guys can play all the ways. I know Reed can play right field and, and first, and and uh, all the outfielders can play all three positions. You know, it's important to have versatility, just because you never know how injuries are going to go, or if guys got to you know head back to college or whatever right. else. So yeah, to have versatility is really a huge thing. And I know, like last year, Spencer Wright played some left field for us when he wasn't pitching just because he had that ability so mm-hmm. it's, it's cool to see that stuff is that something that's kind of all across the league or do you think that's something that you and dale uh kind of really hyper focus on when, when you're building that team uh i mean i think dale does focus on it but uh i i, I would assume it's kind of around there across the league i mean i mm-hmm. see the same names playing i know they'll switch positions once in a while but i guess i, I don't hyper watch them as much as the right. same way as uh our team but uh, I, I know that's something that dale's always looking for and and I think he's really uh, gravitated towards the last couple seasons. Is uh, he, he loves speed guys, and I, I think that makes for exciting baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, I mean, DJ Massey's amazingly fast, and yep. um, Dallin Quigley's been banged up, but he's quick. And you know, uh, Nate Whitty from UW Claire right here playing for us, a quick guy. A lot of fast guys playing for. Uh, Caden Galson is unbelievably fast, so it's been fun to watch mm-hmm. some of those guys. Yeah, you guys uh, are really aggressive the on the base pass. Yeah, uh, and like sure. I said, it makes for exciting baseball. It's, mm-hmm. it's great to see a guy from second score on a single. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to see a guy try to make the third base on a play like that, and uh, some of the great tag ups. And it's just, I think it just makes for more exciting mm-hmm. baseball than just. Uh, I mean, obviously, home runs are great, but right. the, the long ball is what it is, and we've seen it for years and years. And I think. Uh, sometimes that small baseball can be a lot of fun. And putting pressure on the opposing defense too, yeah, to, absolutely. to make the plays. And I think we see that a lot where they you know, force that extra throw and eventually a mistake's going to happen. And, right. and especially at home and, and last year when we had so many walk-off victories, 
the the speed that we had in the base pass were a big reason for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually got a text here. This is uh, from, from John, uh, who's texting and saying, "Can't wait to head back to, to Carson Park. I've noticed that the environment and the crowd is getting more into it this year. Is that something that uh, you made sure to, to focus on this off season?" It's something I definitely focused on personally. I, th- I think the, the I think the pitch clock has really helped with that. I do think you know the the engagement stays up because the games do fly by. There's not such a lull between pitches. But yeah, I I, I think I've talked about it a little bit that I, I went and have looked at other stadiums to see what they do well and and, mm-hmm. and what other teams do well because I, I the last thing I want to do is assume we have all the answers here. And and when I look at what they were doing, it was a lot of stuff to build hype during the game. So like our, our Jacobson's meat market snack mm-hmm. stick um, toss that we have, and I mean that was something I stole from St. Cloud. It's like People love coupons; they're great. But I mean, man, if you can give an instant gratification, the T-shirt toss we're doing at the end of the game mm-hmm. uh, when we win, uh, all, all those things are awesome to, to help build engagement at that moment. So, yeah, man, mm-hmm. that's we, we've made a conscious effort to really uh, increase the environment, get people more engaged, and, and keep them in their seats. And that's, you know, we've we've had some some growing pains with like our catch order, uh, ordering, just as you know, the Carson Park is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the concessions are limited, and we had 2,300 fans last Friday night, which is a great crowd. But uh, we're still working our way through on how we can best serve those fans in that situation. Mm-hmm. But the idea is keep them in their seats. Uh, so if we can serve food to them in their seats, if they can quick pick up orders and come back and sit down, things like that that we're working on to keep them watching the actual game of baseball. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. uh, Adam just texted in, too. Can't wait to check out the doubleheader tomorrow, taking my whole nice. family and the kiddos. Hashtag all aboard. Awesome. Love to hear so, it. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's always a fun day. It's a, that, mm-hmm. that morning game is just kind of surreal to see all the kids there. And just it's, it's a cool environment that day. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, that's I, I you know, I told Hudson, I'm like, hey, do you want to go? Because he was asking when we can go. Well, we're going tonight. And I'm like, what, do you want to go? Day game tomorrow? It's like probably makes sense. Just, just sleep in the parking lot makes more sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, again, reminder uh, tonight is uh, Country Nights, our sister station, Wax I may or may 5. not have a cowboy hat. We'll see. I saw you wear a cowboy hat. <laughs> now, I didn't know we, we I, could it, get it in that Yellowstone thing. We could get in that Yellowstone here. You got a little rip action, man. Well, I, could, I, I, I don't know wear if you've watched Yellowstone. I don't know if that goes with Yellowstone. Yeah. Uh, you could. You know, a little fancier. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like the show shirts or something like that uh, they yeah. call. I'll, so. be, I'll be the oil baron. <laughs> <laughs> but that's coming up on uh, JR first. from Dallas is what I am. Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> now, is that that's a little, I'm more of the, is he the guy who's Frank on Step by Step? No, that no, that's, uh, that's Bobby. That was Bobby? Not, okay. Now I'm dating myself. That I'm, I'm, I'm only 42. You might not believe that. that I can. You're only f- about four years older yeah, than me. Yeah, shout so. out Dallas character. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was a different one. That's the only one that's I know. Larry, Larry Hagman was step. JR. That was the one, okay. the, the famous shooting, yeah. yeah. Patrick Duffy was, is that the guy's name? Yeah, that's, that's the, that was Bobby, that's, yeah. Okay, that was Bobby. This, okay. is, this is the stuff fans want to hear, right? They want to talk, right. yeah, <laughs> talk about a show from the 1980s. We yeah. started from Country Night Tonight to Yellowstone to Yeah, let's get to the $6 million man next. Really get people enthralled. Exactly. So we got that and then uh, I know uh, just kind of uh, we we kind of already hit up uh, some of the other ones coming up the, this weekend here too. So but yeah, uh, it'll be a fun weekend. We got some cool stuff coming along. Yep, and uh, more games coming up in July. Oh yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll be happy about that. You can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean the, the long because uh, even like the interns, great. it's kind of like game off day a couple days a little bit or not a game I should say. Well, we and then, four in a row yeah. right away start the season, then a couple days off. And I know they enjoyed that stretch, but now uh, this this will be a grind again. But mm-hmm. uh, it's you know the one off day in between there's kind of great and you know if it gets too long of a homestand you see fans kind of start to lose engagement too so this this will be perfect have a couple games here on the road a couple games back um, the weather's going to be awesome so yep. I, I can't wait for that so mm-hmm. it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a fun weekend of baseball do you know off top here right before I let you go where that halfway mark is 
Is it? Uh, so it's got to be coming up here, I would imagine. Yeah, I think it's the July Fourth uh, okay. weekend is is kind of okay. considered the halfway point of the year. So we, okay. we, we got some work to do to get there. Uh, between now and then, but uh, I look at the schedule and looking at our guys. Uh, Stanford, unfortunately, eliminated. They're coming in, uh, so we'll get a couple guys from them. Uh, from them, looking forward to seeing uh, Cal mm-hmm. Poly's wrapping up school. So we'll get our, the rest of our squad here very shortly, and uh, we'll be Getting ready to reloaded. Yep, and it's exciting times. So get on down to the ballpark tonight, and uh, if you got the kiddos uh, for tomorrow, the doubleheader against Lacrosse. Uh, would you say that's your kind of rival? You talked about rivals. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely yeah. lacrosse. Although mm-hmm. you know, I being at Duluth, you know, we have now beat Duluth ten and zero in the last two seasons of the regular season, and then zero and two against them in the playoffs. So um, that's another I, one I'd put I, in there too. Yeah, yeah, they're they're my Dallas Cowboys. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like I'd like to uh, <laughs> like to knock them off of this year. So. That's a good that's yeah. a good comparison. I like that, Craig. Appreciate uh, you stopping in. Always love chatting with you, buddy. Appreciate it. That's going to do it for us on this episode of the All Aboard the Eau Claire Express podcast. Big thanks to owner Craig Toyson for stopping and by and until next time i'm dan casper i'll see you at the ballpark cheering on the eau claire express or i'll talk to you next time on the next episode of the all aboard the eau claire express podcast